Welcome, everybody, to another edition of your favorite podcast. It is Haunters Podcast. I am Mr. Wonderful Nick Pearl, and with me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Zach Hilton. What is happening, my people? Oh, not a whole lot, not a whole lot. Now, we've... We're we're just gonna dive into it this week, okay? We we want to review two specific things. We want to talk about the Haunting of Hill House, which was a Netflix special that came out right around Halloween. But we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, the first one we want to talk about today, and there's a reason we we want to review these and talk about these, uh, and that's the 2018 Halloween film produced by Blumhouse, released by Universal Studios. There's your tie-in, everybody. Uh, we're talking about it because we we have some kind of feelings about potentially 2019 and just these two properties to begin with. And, Zach, I, I guess I'll let you kind of kick it off now with Halloween because you are a huge Michael Myers fan. Uh, the Michael Myers 4 house was one of your favorites this past year. So what did you think of the 2018 Halloween I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I'm going to go on a uh, limb here and just go ahead and say it's probably my favorite movie of 2018. Wow. And the reason why is because it gave me that feeling, the nostalgic feeling when I saw Halloween 1978. And like the music done by John Carpenter, I would also say is the best version of any of the soundtracks of Halloween. Like if, if I love the 1978 version, I think he perfected it with his kids helping him out on the soundtrack on this one. Um, but I think this movie was well directed. I think, um, Danny McBride and his partner, is it Bruce green? David Um, Bruce green, David, David green. Yeah, David Green, like, he directed it as well. He um, he just did a very masterful job of homaging the entire series as well as making his own creation. And Jamie Lee Curtis is a standout. Uh, like, she did such a, a very good job of showing you a character who's been through trauma her entire life and hasn't really escaped that time period of 1978 and trying to find Michael to end Michael. And I just think the movie as a whole is just well done. And I, you know, I know they're going to make a sequel to it and it made a buttload of money. Well, so biggest slasher film it, in, uh, in history. Yeah. So and his name is, uh, David Gordon Green. Yes. By the way. Yes. Um, I just, I, I really love this movie. I think, it definitely will be a rewatched movie for me for years to come. So very good. What'd you think? Uh, I have to agree with a lot of your sentiment. Uh, I mean, I got to see it a couple hours before you did. And I just simply said, text me after the film. That was all I said to you uh, because I was excited for you to see it because I knew that this was a movie that you were going to really enjoy as a big Michael Myers fan. Uh, I've, you know, you and me have, rift each other in the past I'm more of a Freddy guy but I have to tell you that along with Halloween 1 this is definitely one of my favorite entries into this franchise into this series Uh, I've told you also how I feel about the Rob Zombie Halloween films that I am a fan of those but I know that those come with a slanted eye because I'm a Rob Zombie fan so I already kind of like his I I liked that dirt under the fingernail take yeah but this felt like the original this all of it felt very much like the original it felt like they had the atmosphere it felt like they had the feeling uh you hit on it with jamie lee curtis as well i i loved that 
especially in 2018, I loved that presentation of the trauma that was caused by that night, watching all your friends be killed, how you kind of cope with that all these years later, and how prepared you are for that, just the horrors of the entire world around you, that the world isn't a great place. Uh, I, I loved that presentation. You know, there were some things here and there that I can go, oh, that was a little, you know, maybe too much of a hat tip to the original stuff when you said that you were trying not to be the original and you were excluding everything from Halloween 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, Kung Fu Michael and all of that, but somehow you managed to find ways to squeeze it all in there yeah the, you know that can sometimes you know depending on how you're looking at the film be like a, oh okay did we really need that blatant you know connection to Halloween 4 or could we have just kind of told the story as it is uh, you know besides moments like that this was a film that hit everything that I needed everything I wanted and I think everything that you know Michael Myers deserves to be on the big screen especially considering what they did the last time he was on the big screen with uh, Buster Rhymes yeah, yeah I always bring it up I gotta remind people <laughs> you gotta yeah, remind them fine. of the you gotta remind them of the bad of history so we never repeat that again yeah no I mean like this movie is 40 years of a culmination of this character. And what's funny is that, you know, I look at the sequels, which are basically legends uh, in this version of the universe. And I like that they, you know, they did bring up being like, oh, he doesn't have the sister. And by the way, I'm going to be spoiling the crap out of this yeah, because anyway. it's been out since two weeks before uh, Halloween. So I'll, we can. I'll, I would also be safe to say that it had its shelf life in theaters now that Halloween is over. Right. Yeah. It dropped drastically yeah. this past weekend. So, I mean, it is what it is. You were going to see it if you were going to see exactly. it. Exactly. But see, I like the nods. I like the, like, for instance, I enjoyed the bathroom kill because the bathroom kill is an homage to Halloween H2O where he does go into the bathroom but doesn't do anything to those uh, the mom and daughter, which is kind of weird. You're talking about a psychopath. Again, why this movie works is because... Because Michael is Michael. Michael is a killer. He's a shark. He has no like moral compass. He's coming to kill whatever. And they show it in this movie. Oh yeah. They do. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's well done. It's beautiful. I think from here, what we can do is talk about what we would think if they made it a house, not, not whether or not they are, but, in in this, I can see an entirety of a house. I can see kind of like Halloween 4's um, house this past year. Like I saw the beginning, middle, end of the movie. I can see, okay, so we start in the insane asylum and, you know, we'll get a couple of scares from, you know, different psychopaths from each side or whatever. Then we can move on into the, the garage scene where we'll see dead bodies and go to the bathroom. And then get to Haddonfield where the whole like one shot massacre what was so impressive about that moment in my mind was that it did feel like we were walking through a HHN house like following Michael going to each person and specifically when he goes into the house and kills the lady with the hammer and then the camera creeps around the corner to the after kill that's exactly what I thought when when watching it was I'm going through a house at this moment 
I, I can see where you get that feeling, and it would it could make a fun house. I mean, all the Halloween uh, takes so far that they've done at Horror Nights have been really fun and really good. My thing is just coming off of Halloween 4 this past year, I could see them kind of not going about a house with it, but you bring up great points. It could be a really fun house uh, because you're right. that that Those sequences where he's just going from house to house, you can see yourself walking through a universal backlot set where this is where Michael comes out and that this is the part where Michael's going to come out and this is oh, and that would be a really cool set piece to walk upon like you said turning that car- corner and seeing the aftermath from just the hammer kill uh, that would be amazing to see the creative team there at Horror Nights be able to put that together so that you walk into it and the best part about Halloween Horror Nights is you get really locked into the design that you have no idea when the scare is really truly coming because you kind of let your guard down because I could see that being a great moment too where it's like oh wow look at that look and then here comes Michael with that giant butcher knife yeah and I feel like you know it can all lead up to going to Laurie Strode's house where yeah. you're going through there trying to escape I just I think there's too there's potential much and too much invested to not do it now we can jump right in this is why I think that you could see it next year a We've been doing a lot of co-production with Blumhouse. Mm-hmm. So we've gotten two years in a row of Blumhouse houses, like a mixture, and we've also got purge houses left and right and scare zones. For me, I don't know if you can wait whatever X amount of years to do Halloween the remake when yes every other year we've gotten Halloween since 2014 so we you know we've gotten Halloween skip a year Halloween 2 skip a year Halloween 4 I and I don't know if you can not hit while the iron is hot with this project this you know this IP I feel it won't be a year old and it made sense I was reading something by the way of why they didn't make it a house for this past year. Well, I feel like spoilers. Exactly. It yeah. would give away too many spoilers. So, and that didn't even hit me until then because I remember going through like the Dracula Legacy house and that house had nothing to do with the movie. It looked nothing like it, just like Wolfman. Wolfman didn't have uh, too many similarities from the movie where it's like, if you're going to do a house based on the movie Halloween, you kind of have to go through that. So, I feel this year we will either get a Halloween house or we'll get a Blum house featuring Halloween. Well, okay, that that could that that could that raises a question that I was going to bring up, which is, I, I I think that they're sticking with the Blum house co-productions and looking at their 2019 schedule. Blum house and Universal are teaming up on things like Pet Cemetery, Child's Play, which not. It, I don't even want to get into that reboot, reimagination, whatever that is. Uh, Happy Mm. Death Day to you. Uh, And they just did Happy Death Day. So why not kind of jump on that sequel as well? They got a grudge, a reboot coming as well this upcoming year. So they've got some on the plate for 2019 that I think could make maybe co-headliners with a Halloween or co-headliners maybe do something like Happy Death Day to you and, and grudge. And just kind of bypass right. Halloween again. Like I, I get what you're saying because I, 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 I think they have a connection with Blumhouse because I just want to like Blumhouse and Universal are working hand in hand. They they are producing great yeah. horror together. I mean, every time you look, I'm pretty sure they're 
co-producing uh, Glass, right, Mr. Glass? They're a part of that as well. So, right. you know, I definitely, there will be a Blumhouse representation. I just am not sure if it's going to be Halloween. I I would kind of like to see it, but again, it's like, uh, you had it this year. Do you want to double down on Michael Myers two years in a row? Now, now that you said that, and, you know, for me, I wouldn't care. I understand Yeah, you do have to give kind of a break for a complete individual's houses like an IP. But you bring up a great thing that mentioning all those movies that goes for me. Okay, so the past two years they've done Blumhouse Connections, and each Blumhouse was two different movies, correct? Yes, what if they do a super loaded one? So you know where Scary Tales was this year. Oh. What if instead of doing two movies, you do four? Or like how Slaughter Cinema was, where it was like you go through a room each one. So instead of giving you an entire Halloween one, maybe you do start with Happy Death Day and then it leads into The Grudge and then it leads into Halloween. And so this way, you get more IPs for your buck, but it doesn't dominate like how Halloween was a house on its own. I I, I like that. I think that could kind of be the route that they go because uh, I, I, I also, no offense to some of the Blumhouse stuff, but, you know, we've talked about how when Blumhouse had the Purge house, how it kind of was, a, eh, okay, it's it, a little too much. You know, I think right. a Happy Death Day house the amount that they did this year was just enough. That That's why that yeah, house worked for me. Survive. Exactly. It, you couldn't keep doing that over and over again. And that's why I really liked Blumhouse this year because it was just enough of Happy Death Day and just enough of The Purge that I, I like that idea of kind of loading in four of them next year, giving you a little bit, a, a little bit of this and a little bit of that, kind of easing like, you, it, it, just easing you from one to another. Well, I think it's probably the house that always gets the least love. And I think it's because it's just two properties that are liked enough, but not loved enough. So not to say they haven't put work in because I think they do deserve like a very big like house. And so I say move it from that tent house that it's been the past couple of years, put it in one of the big rooms and then go just like how, um, what is it called? American Horror Story. Like, gave us three seasons worth. Yes. Do just like that. Give us three to four properties. Give them nice enough, like, distances within the house and just call it a day. I I, I would be okay with this. And I would like this a lot. And I hope that they are listening to this, which I'm sure they are. And I hope they Someone's take our to idea. Be. Yeah, so, somebody is. <laughs> somebody from Universal is listening to this and they like that idea. Just give us a little bit of credit on uh, Twitter at Haunters Pod. That's Haunters P O D. Speaking of the connections and the kind of deals and the fact that we see Universal and Blumhouse work together, uh, I I also feel like Halloween Horror Nights is cutting a deal with Netflix, and we're going to see a lot of Netflix shows popping up. And that's why I want to jump into another. This was actually a television show that came on Netflix right around Halloween that has captivated a lot of people uh, and that is Haunting of Hill House. Now, I I told you to watch this show. Have you finished watching this show, Zach? Yes, I am completed. You have completed it. So you have been through the journey that was the Haunting of Hill House which takes you through some of the 
craziest moments of being absolutely terrified to brought to 100% real tears uh, to mm-hmm. back to absolutely terrified again in the matter of five minutes. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, I absolutely. Have to, uh, but I bring it up because, first of all, I, I want to talk about this show in the sense that, uh, to give it a review, I think that this was perhaps the greatest horror show that has come on any form of television or medium, whatever, however you consume your entertainment. This was a must-see show. It hooked me from the first episode. The the cliff. I, I don't know if we should go into spoilers on this or not. Just no, because this one will be this one will be safe on just because okay. it's only been a couple of weeks. Yes, but and... yeah, continue. Like try to do your best. Not okay, <laughs> yeah, but just if you've seen it, the way that first episode ends, there's no way you are not going to stay tuned to see what happens in the next episode, and it just. It, the story of these five siblings and you follow the oldest then the second oldest then the middle like I, I loved how you followed them in the order of their birth I loved how this story was told out about these siblings and kind of this house that they lived in for a summer that was haunted on hill on a hill uh, <laughs> it was the hill house that was haunted uh, I, I just <laughs> I, I mean, we kind of hinted at episode six in the last episode. I think that is just, uh, I'll say it now, that that one camera shot, that tracking shot is the most beautiful, surreal thing that made you feel like you were right in the middle of just the most heart-wrenching, intense, and at times extremely terrifying moment of this family that they're dealing with I I just I cannot praise this show enough and when watching it kind of like how when you were watching Halloween I was going if Halloween Horror Nights and Netflix are working together with Stranger Things this would be an amazing show for Netflix to throw to Horror Nights as well and say have some fun with it because I can see you walking into this this outer design, the way that they did Poltergeist this year, how you're kind of walking in. There you are, walking into Hill House as the lights are kind of flickering, welcoming you home. And then walking through this house and all the ghosts from this show that you see, but then that are just hidden in the background that you're not even sure if you're seeing or if they're real or not. But trust me, they're real. A lot of them are real, which helps give the show an extra sense of unease at times because you you do that kind of like if you're in a haunted house of did I just no was that I don't know but I'm creeped out and I don't know why all of those ghosts the amount of scares the amount of turns the the red room uh, bent neck lady I mean all these things that they can do I was like this would be a great scare this would be a great scare this would be an amazing set piece to see them design but I'm gonna shut up because I feel like I'm rambling now I want to get your thoughts on the show, Zach, if if you kind of see it the same way or if you're maybe like me with the Halloween take and kind of like, eh, I don't I don't know. Okay, so you're wrong. Oh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. Oh, my God. Controversy. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, like legitimately, so as a quick review for me, what I said about Halloween being my favorite movie Literally, The Haunting of Hill House is my favorite piece of entertainment I've watched, period, all year. Because I jumped into it late. Um, Everybody 
like watched it. Like I had a couple of friends already watched telling me I need to get on it. Of course you did. So I knew I had a certain amount of time to start watching this thing before it was going to get spoiled. So I watched it. I loved every minute of it. I loved following the family. I think my favorite part about the show is that you are invested in these characters as well as getting scared. And that's my favorite kind of horror. Um, and I really love ghost stories and they do and they treat ghosts in such a fashion that you don't see often that a lot of movies try to try to humanize ghosts. And I don't know if they get pulled off well, but I feel like this, this show does such a great job of making the ghost feel important just like the characters it's just wonderful you need to watch it immediately and my feeling for this becoming a house is very strong i don't know if it will get the okay i hope um stranger things proved to netflix that halloween horror nights is a viable place to bring to life your shows. And especially since this is a limited series, I hope they don't go back on their word and saying that, okay, we are going to give it a sequel. They've said that this was just a one and done. And I think that's kind of perfect. You have a slow burn show very much like how stranger things season one was, because I don't think anybody knew how big that would have blown up. But I feel the haunting of Hill house, just like you said, poltergeist gives off that feeling of eeriness. You can go through the house. Then you can switch back into the morgue. You can go back into the house. You could go into the streets. Like there's so many different scares designed in this thing that it would literally creep you out. And how you brought up the fact that there are hidden ghosts and stuff like that, that even more so brings you to being like, okay, this is easy. We can rely on hidden ghosts to scare all these people. I don't see why you don't do it. Um, I think Netflix should really think about making this one a part of uh, Halloween Horror Nights because this would scare the living poop out of me. Yeah. Uh, oh gosh. I, I, if they, you want to, I think I told you that I kind of pooped my pants in poltergeist. It will happen in this one. This, this show, I watched this show from under my pillow covers. Like I had to sleep with the lights on at some points because, and a uh, full disclosure, I literally, the show made me wuss out. I got really scared. I got legitimately creeped out by the show. Uh, and you brought up a good point about it as well. And it's why I tell you, you need to see Hereditary so much. The fact that this show is written with the characters in mind and the horror is kind of the secondary thing is what I love about really good horror films and really good horror television and any of that is that the characters are what drive it. So that when these senses of true terror and kind of the unknown come about, you really care and you're extremely invested and... It, 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 it reminded me of Hereditary a lot in that sense of kind of being really pulled into the family drama that when everything was happening and starts to happen, I go, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And you really have this sense of unease for all of them because uh, you feel for them. And that's great writing, great character creation and great execution by the actors to make that come true and, and the team behind it. But uh, I can only see this, though, and... Uh, you 
kind of curious what you think. I can only see this not being a house if they decide Netflix and Universal go, well, let's just do Stranger Things season two now. Yeah. Well, no, that's my biggest fear is that, you know, Stranger Things 2 has to be a house. Like, I don't think it's one of those things where you, well, I lie. Never mind. I can see them doing just like how they do with Halloween, where they're like, okay, so this year we're not, next year we will. But at the same time, they didn't do that with The Walking Dead. I feel like The Walking Dead had a house every single year. And that's what I'm afraid that, that's what I'm thinking they might do with Stranger Things, because they're technically a year behind, so they just did season one, season three's coming out in the summer, season two will be this October, then we get season three, you know, at at HN, HHN 30. Like, that's right. my fear yeah, is that no. they do the Walking Dead thing. Yeah, and I'm actually okay with it because the producers and writers of Stranger Things already came out and said uh, season four is the last season for Stranger Things. So if that's true, then I can I can be down with, okay, four years of this. I will say that I do think, like, you can do the house, uh, uh, the haunting of Hill House. I think you can do that with Stranger Things in the same year, even though they're both Netflix shows. That's okay because I don't think they would treat the haunting of Hill House as a main house. I think it would get that the poltergeist feel. I think you announce Stranger Things too first, and then you announce, uh, original house then another IP then an original house and then boom you announce the second Netflix show and that's okay I'm okay with that I, I, I'm i okay with that as well I, I, I just really would love to see The Haunting of Hill House as a as a house at Horror Nights I think it would be an extremely fun one I, I think it it struck gold as well Netflix has kind of you know uh, this isn't a show diving into that type of stuff but Netflix has kind of had a, a dull run of it of late with their shows that have come out you know think about House of Cards wrapping up nobody really kind of knew House of Cards was even wrapping up uh, you, you know the Marvel shows are getting cancelled over there on Netflix but all of a sudden you had again kind of like what Stranger Things did a show that came along that became one of those of have you seen this show yet because you need to be watching this show on Netflix right now and like kind of like your argument with Halloween I don't know how they could possibly not see that and go we need to strike right now while everybody is all about you know is still talking about Bent Neck Lady or or the morgue or you know episode 6 and and the way it was shot and how it should win every flipping Emmy possible but Game of Thrones is probably going to win that Uh, you know like (laughs) like, actually yeah Game of Thrones will win all that stuff Uh, you know but like we we could sit here and talk about that but I I don't know like I I really hope that they strike on the Haunting of Hill House yeah I'll, I'll put it this way if we are just guessing just rumor not even there's no reason to our thinking at this point but no. if you were to sit here and say oh dude did you look at the sheet for Halloween Horror Nights this coming year oh what is it Stranger Things 2 the Blum House Mix Up House and the Haunting of Hill House that's three IPs that would totally like I think would get draw. me to be like yeah, like that. That to me is like, oh, that's a fun year. Yeah, 
That's that's my haunted that's my haunted house. That's my yeah. fun, family friendly, still scary IP house in Stranger Things. Uh, and then, yeah. and, and, you know, there's my Blumhouse house, which, again, will probably be looked at as a, yeah, there's Blumhouse again, but will end up right. being a lot of people's favorites because they'll end up having fun with it and go, yeah, you know, Blumhouse came through again. So, I, 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 Especially I, if they do what I say, do four different IPs. Um, I mean, it, well, we know that they're listening. So, Michael, take note. Yes. <laughs> yes. Michael, take note. Jason Blum, you take note. You guys Make take notes. Make our note. things happen. Make our things happen. So there, <laughs> there, there you have it. I, I, I feel like that was a very good episode of uh, Haunters. How do you feel today, Zach? I love it. I love everything that we're doing on this show. I love it as well, and we love hearing from you guys. Uh, obviously, leave us your comments, uh, any requests, anything. Maybe you guys watched the show and went, hey, check this show out. We think this would be a good house uh, eventually at Horror Nights. Hit us up on Twitter, yeah. Haunters, P-O-D. That's Haunters Pod. Uh, the Facebook that kind of exists but doesn't exist is there as well. You can search. <laughs> it, it, po- it will post this episode, so maybe you found this episode on the Facebook. You're one of three. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that exists if you still Facebook. Uh, and then I think, uh, is there any other way that they can talk to us or... I mean, just hit us up on the Twitter. That's where we have our most reaction. And uh, I mean, we get good reaction. I posted about um, uh, some whose house was their favorite and we got good reaction out of that. And then this uh, then I just posted about uh, should Universal make a year round uh, scare attraction because Stranger Things did so well. Everybody said yes on that. So, I mean, like everything's getting you know talked about so just keep listening also if you enjoyed this week's episode about what maybe uh you could see out of ip houses in the future next week we're going to talk about an original house oh oh you want to do the tease for the specialty hey i like yeah 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 yeah. special thanksgiving uh edition of the show because we know that you're going to be with your families and Things might get a little hectic and crazy, so maybe talk some original Thanksgiving-themed yeah. ideas. Maybe, maybe some cool we're, stuff. We're going to make up our own. We're going to do our own original house, <laughs> and then you get to listen to it while you're Black Friday shopping. Yeah, it's it's it, honestly, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, really ridiculous stuff. And uh, I just, I cannot wait to do this. Honestly, I think I, I think it's going to be so much fun. I'm going to be honest. I think I breezed through this episode because I'm like, I just want to do that Thanksgiving special. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, until next week, we will talk to you guys on Twitter, maybe on Facebook and everywhere else. (laughs) Zach, have a good one, my friend. (laughs) You too, my brother. Alrighty. And, and oh yeah, stay scary, everybody. <laughs> Don't forget the catchphrase. <laughs>